and say, What are you doing, old lady? Huh? Why are you staring at the wall? Sadie. Hey. I think, she, I think Sadie's going deaf. Hey. <laughs> she heard that. Uh, a long, long time ago. Uh, that, junior high, junior high, so junior high would have been between 83 and 85, 19, 1983, 85, something like that. Uh, junior high was, uh, the mixture of three elementary schools. I went to the smallest one of the three. It was the best one, though. Ask anybody, they'll tell you. Oh yeah, Harris Harris Hill Elementary was the best best elementary school of all time. And uh, so you know, so you started mixing with kids that you didn't know. I mean, elementary school, you know, pretty much from kindergarten through sixth grade, you know everybody. You you've been in classes with almost everybody. I mean, there's always going to be the random kid who moved in in fourth grade or whatever that you're like, ah, who fucks that guy? I don't fucking know who that fucking guy is, but fuck him. But in seventh grade, seventh and eighth grade was the junior high, and it was a mixture of folks, right? And you, you knew, like I've, I've talked about this before, you knew some of them from sports, you know, I knew some of the kids from like soccer uh, leagues that I was in, you know, and there was Little League. I never played Little League, never played baseball. I think one time I asked my parents if I could play baseball, and they were like, nah, you'll just quit. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, uh, you guys know something. <laughs> they're, I don't know. They're, maybe they were right. I don't know. I think I... I enjoy the fielding aspect of baseball. Not a big fan of the hitting. Not a big fan. But, uh, all right, so junior high, right? Mixture of everybody. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people cool. A lot of people dicks. You know, it's just, it's a bigger pie now, right? We, we were in a, I was in a smaller pie. And now I'm in a bigger pie. And you just, so you get to meet more and more people. And there was one guy who I'm going to talk about today. His name was uh, Rich Rory's. Good old Rich Rory's. Rich Rory's was someone that I wouldn't necessarily call a bully, but he had bully tendencies. He was the kind of guy who, he was, he was pretty funny, and most people liked him, I think. But he was also one of these guys who would be quick to jump on somebody who wouldn't necessarily be able to fight back or argue back or whatever. Like, he he would just kind of be the guy who would pile on, sort of. And a lot of the times, he was just doing things, I think, to get a laugh. Would I have considered him a class clown? Not necessarily, but he, like I said, he had, he had class clown tendencies. He had bully tendencies. I wouldn't have called him either of those things, but he had certain characteristics that made you go, huh, maybe. 
But there was a time we in, in gym class, I can't remember if it was 7th or 8th grade, doesn't really fucking matter, but we, we had gym, and I remember being in the gym. We're in the locker room. I, I guess we're done, and we're supposed to, uh, fuck, where are you supposed to shower? Do we shower in fucking junior high? Fuck, that was made such a huge deal about taking showers. I'm like, I always want to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? What's wrong with you gym teacher, dude? <laughs> Why do you want to see seventh grade cock so bad? <laughs> right? The majority of us just can throw on some fucking deodorant and go on about our day. We're smelly fucks. We're supposed to be smelly fucks. We're going through puberty. It's a weird, awkward stage. Don't make me fucking try to shower in front of my buddies. I always found it very weird, too, that there's like these huge, just communal showers for seventh graders. We're all very awkward about our bodies, always very self-conscious about our bodies. Now, okay, now, hey, everybody, it's like, uh, this is the prison shower scene. Everybody get in there. Fucking get naked and shower in front of everybody. You're, you, you yourself are self-conscious about your cockerito. Now let fucking 20 strangers... 20, 30 strangers see your fucking dick, your hairless cack. <laughs> like, oh, God. But I remember in the locker room, Rich was picking on someone. And uh, I honestly don't remember who the hell it was. It, 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 it doesn't really matter. I, I didn't know Rich really. Like, I only knew him from some things. Like, he was in choir with me. I was in choir. Don't mean to brag, everybody. I was in choir. and You know, I liked him enough. But I'm also one of these guys who isn't necessarily afraid to tell people to go fuck themselves. <laughs> now, I don't think in 7th, 8th grade that I told Rich Rory's to go fuck himself. Uh, I didn't necessarily talk that way then. But I think I did say, hey, uh, he was kind of large. Uh, Rich was kind of the guy who, uh, even though it was seventh grade, he probably weighed 250 or something, right? Like, I don't weigh 250 now, but I'm sure he did in the seventh grade, right? He was just kind of a rotund fellow. And I'm sure I made some sort of crack at his weight, <laughs> I'm sure I was like, hey, fatty, leave the kid alone or some shit like that. And that was probably the one thing that Rich fucking, uh, that was the button that you could push with Rich was his weight. And uh, clearly I pushed it <laughs> by calling him fatty or fat sow or fat fuck, <laughs> whatever. Because uh, he immediately turned his interest towards me and that's when I was like oh fuck I'm going to die <laughs> I get sometimes I get I'm not a guy who's very lippy I, I'm finding I'm getting lippier as I get older but I'm not I wasn't a terribly lippy child I was pretty quiet pretty reserved didn't want to start anything and a lot of it again had to do with self-esteem issues uh, yeah, I'm just this tall, fucking gangly kid. I'm sure Rich probably outweighed me by 100%. I'm sure he was 250 and I was a buck 25. <laughs> I was probably six feet tall, a buck 25. 
And so he came towards me, and thank God for uh, the gym teacher. <laughs> I think the gym teacher, whoever it was, I cannot remember who my gym teacher was in 8th grade or 7th grade, but I'm fairly certain that gym teacher saved my life. Because Rich Rory's would have fucking killed me. And I think he actually slammed me up against the lockers, if I remember correctly. And that was pro probably, people were like, did McAllister say something to Rory? Did McAllister call him a fat fucking fatty? Like, <laughs> I think people were more stunned that I st stuck up for somebody or said something to someone who clearly could have fucking killed me. But that was pretty much it. Rich, uh, I don't think Rich carried grudges or anything. I think he was just pissed in the moment. And then he was like, yeah, I'm a fat fuck, whatever. <laughs> I never had a problem with Rich. I found out um, years later, Rich had moved down to Columbus, Ohio. And again, Rich and I were not friends in any kind of capacity. I liked him off. I had no problems with Rich. We did not run in the same circle, so, right? But I found out, like, I don't know, my 20-year reunion or whatever, that he was living in Columbus, Ohio. He was like a chef of some kind of cook. He either owned or managed a restaurant or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool, whatever, that's great. But uh, the thing with him being in Columbus, Columbus, Ohio is where the booker for the Funny Bone Comedy Clubs is based. For whatever reason... Columbus, Ohio is where it's at. And the gentleman's name is Dave Stroop. I've met Dave on more than one occasion, and I got some stories about Dave, but that's not this—that's not for today's story. Uh, but apparently the story was I had heard that Rich was friends with Dave Stroop. And so... This was back in the day, pre-Facebook, whatever. So it was just like emails. And someone gave me Rich's email. And like, yeah, go ahead and email him. Ask him about Dave Stroop. I'm like, all right, fuck. Is that, you know, this was, I'm trying to get in with the Funny Bone Comedy Clubs. I'm like, oh, fuck, if I have an in, if I have an old high school buddy, and you didn't see me air quote the term buddy, uh, who can help me get in, Fuck yeah, you take advantage of it, man. You got to use what you got to use. And so uh, I managed Rich, or I emailed Rich, and he was like, oh, yeah, I know Dave, whatever this or that. And then that was like the end of it. I never really, nothing ever happened from it. And I don't know why. But then I found out that Rich is dead. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned earlier, Rich, uh, Rich was a rather large fellow. And maybe being a chef was not the greatest occupation for him. My understanding was that Rich had a heart attack. And, uh, I mean, let's say, I got, again, I got no beef with Rich. Never had a beef with Rich other than when he tried to kill me in the seventh grade. <laughs> so, uh, Rips to Rory's. I'm probably wrong. Probably all of that was a fucking lie to me. He didn't know Stroop. He was fucking just pulling my leg. I mean, I could see that being a thing with Rich. I think Rich was big into pranks and all that kind of horse shit. Again, class clown tendencies. Maybe he's fucking still alive. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows, man? Any of you guys get bullied in junior high, high school? 
Was your bully Rich Rory's? <laughs> but uh, anyway, hey everybody. Hey everybody, it is uh, me. I'm away. Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. Wing dogs at the end of the couch. Sadie dog went upstairs. I see cow cat on the cat tower on the porch and Larry cat's on the other one. So uh, both cats on the porch. Enjoying it, kind of cleaned out the porch. Way more space out there now. Good for the cats. Uh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? Hopefully it was a good day. Why? Because today is Monday, August 15th, 2020. Dose. I know it's a Monday. I know it's back to a work day for a lot of people. A lot of people hate that shit. Um... But uh, try, try to grab that day by the, the horns and fucking own that bitch, right? Ride that bitch into the weekend. Make it your bitch. Make it your bitch. Today was a long day for me. It was a 14-hour day, everybody. And I knew it was a 14-hour day. For those who are new, uh, my name is Stu McAllister, host and com comedian. Uh, I, did, uh, I did some uh, comedian-esque things for a long time. I was a social worker for a long time, and now I'm uh, making a lot of mistakes. <laughs> uh, the mistake currently is I work for the West Michigan Whitecaps, a single-A baseball team, but I sell Dibbonot ice cream. They own the distribution rights to Dibbonot ice cream, and I drive all over the great state of Michigan. And today I was driving way up in the northern lower peninsula. I had to drive all the way to Alpena. The Alpena route. They actually, they're calling it the Mayo route now. I don't like it. I like it better as Alpena because Alpena was like the farthest away spot. And Alpena is like four hours away, one way. So it's uh, it was a long day, everybody. A lot of driving. I was at work um, like 5.45. I would have gone in earlier if I could, but you just can't because there are just too many businesses that don't open at like 8 o'clock or whatever, 9 o'clock. So you just got to fucking eat it. You just fucking got to eat it. And um, it was not a good day for Dots. The, the, the season's kind of winding down. It's a seasonal kind of route. And, and uh, it's just... It's just it's just not so good. But uh, but you get through it, everybody. You get through it. You get through it. I got through it. We, we did it. We did it. We did it. And at least it was a nice day. I took the dogs with me. I like taking my two dogs when I can. Everybody seems to like when I take my dogs. They're like, oh, you got dogs with you. I'm like, yeah, I got my two dogs. And I think the dogs kind of humanize me a little bit. Or at least people look at me like, oh, he's not a complete fucking asshole. He owns dogs. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really an asshole. I just mirror what you give me. So if you think I'm an asshole, well, <laughs> um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, too. A lot of fucking podcasts. A lot of Buffalo Bills podcasts. I'll, new listeners, I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan. I got a Zubaz uh, mailbox. I got my flag out there flying, Buffalo Bills flag flying. And uh, on one of the podcasts today, the uh, Circle Wagons podcast, I encourage everybody to listen to it on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, yours truly got mentioned. How about that? How about that? In a, po in a positive manner, too. How about that, everybody? 
because they um, they'll throw questions or they'll ask people for opinions about uh, the games or whatever trades whatever on the Twitter and uh, so I I responded to it and they read my tweet and then I actually do communicate with the dude on Twitter as well you know we we, we direct message each other it's more me sending him questions or asking him questions um, but uh, he, he's been very responsive very nice good dude good dude good dude all right who got stuck here so so yeah it was good to good to hear good to, I, I highly recommend that you go search them out circle the wagons podcast nate the host nate i don't even know nate's last name he never gives out his last name i know a lot of the guys who do podcasts are kind of uh they kind of want to remain anonymous, whatever. But I feel like when your podcast to be a certain level of listenership, you kind of got to be more open. And if you don't want to be necessarily uh, completely honest, you can use fake name. You can. His name is uh, Nate Lewis. <laughs> Nate Lewis is a buddy of mine. You mean Nate whatever? Nate Archibald, <laughs> right? Just make up a name. You just you're not just Nate. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm fading quick. When I when I got home, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to pound out this podcast. This is going to be great. And now when I was trying to search for things to talk about on the podcast, for the podcast, and uh, it's just taking a lot out of me. Uh, over the weekend, I mentioned this on the Patreon, I watched the Amazon Prime series, A League of Their Own. Highly recommend it. If you enjoyed the movie, you will uh, like the series. It's... Um, it's not based completely off the movie. Like, the characters are not the same, but clearly you go, oh, that's the Gina Davis character, that's the Tom Hanks character, that's the Madonna character, the Rosie O'Donnell character. You, you see it. they got different names, and they're not quite the same. But man, oh man, um, a lot of, lot of topics they cover in there that I was not expecting. Uh, a lot of uh, gender issues... Uh, sexuality issues, race issues. You're like, holy shit. Uh, so it's very entertaining. I wouldn't call it a comedy. There's comedic points to it, but uh, but there you go. Go 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 check it out. I give it two thumbs up in my butt. That's how much I liked it. So hopefully the, the, they leave things open for a second season. I think there's like eight episodes, everybody. They're each like an hour long, so you, you can easily bang it out in a week if you really wanted everybody if you really fucking wanted uh oh i want to mention this quickly too because i have a macari store and a lot of you are like what the fuck's macari see well it's like ebay kind of but it's not an auction uh the seller just sets a price and then you can counter offer like i can sell something for 20 bucks and you can be like oh i want to, i'll buy it for 18 and then i can be like sold or i can be like go fuck yourself or i can counter offer and go 19 and then you can go sold or you can go go fuck yourself you know that kind of shit so I, most of the stuff I sell on Macari is sports related. And there was a guy today who um, was interested. I have an Alvin Kamara jersey. 
Alan Kamara is a running back for the Saints. He got into a little bit of legal trouble over the summer. He assaulted somebody after the Pro Bowl in Vegas. You probably shouldn't do it. So he's probably going to get suspended for a couple of games. Um, but I have this jersey. It's a super nice jersey. It's stitched. It's very well made. The only issue with it is whoever owned it before I did um, cut the, the sleeves. Like, you know, jersey short-sleeved. But he cut the cut like the ends off. It's it's really weird. He didn't even cut them off completely to make it kind of like a like a wife beat or you know like the sun's out, guns out kind of thing. He just like cut off part of it. Very strange. So uh, this guy is interested in this jersey, right? And he's like, "Hey, uh, can you overnight express this if I pay for it?" And I was like, "Why do you want that?" Uh, I mean, if you buy it, I'll just mail it to you tomorrow and you'll get it by Saturday, maybe even by Friday. This guy lives in Wisconsin. And he's like, oh, I'm a big Saints fan and I live in Racine and they're playing the Packers this week, but they're coming in Wednesday to do some, like, uh, they're doing co-practices together. And he's like, I was hoping to get out there and, and see some. And I'm like... All right, man. Well, let me see what I can do. And I went and I searched, and it looked like it would cost like 30 bucks for me to overnight the jersey, right? And I said, hey, so if you pay 50 bucks, I'll mail this thing out to you. And he's like, sold. So I rearranged the, the price and everything on there for him, and he bought it, and everything's good to go. I'm like, all right, man, I will uh, pack this up tonight, and I will uh, get to the post office tomorrow. And I will overnight express it to you, so then you will have it by Wednesday. And he's like, oh, man, that's great. Five minutes later, he's like, oh, man, uh, I didn't see that the, the jersey didn't have sleeves on it, that you cut off the sleeves. And I was like, well, uh, I said, uh, I didn't do it. But, yeah, there aren't sleeves there. And I'm like going, if you look at the ten pictures that I took of this fucking thing, you'll see that they aren't there. And if you read the fucking description of it, you will have read that the sleeves had been cut off, you dumb fuck. So I, I don't know what this dude was thinking. I don't know if he just saw the, the headline of Alvin Kamara jersey and he saw the price at 20 bucks and he's like, that's it. But he's like, can I cancel it? And I was like... If, if you want to cancel it, dude, you cancel it. Because on Macari, they get weird about, like, if you cancel things, like it's a check mark against you. And I'm like, if you want to cancel this, this is on you, not me. Because I have an absolutely no fucking way at all to try to deceive anybody. But it just pissed me off that this dude didn't fucking do didn't look at the jersey, didn't read the description of the jersey, wanted me to rearrange everything for him so he could get it early, and then he backs out of it. So I was like, okay, you can cancel it, and then I let him cancel it, and then I just blocked his ass because I'm like going, you're going to be a fucking pain in the ass, and I don't want any part of you. Now, I know there are a couple listeners who are also on Macari. And uh, I am sure they got some dumb asses out there who, who, who've done some dumb shit, asked for dumb shit, 
complain about some dumb shit. And I will tell you to tell them to go fuck themselves. That's what I wanted to do with this guy. I wanted to tell him to go fuck himself. I'm sure, again, I am sure it was just, he saw the jersey, the name on the jersey. And then he saw the price and was like, oh, fuck, this is cheap. Because the jersey, if the jersey hadn't had any problems at all, I would have been selling it for like 35 more because it's a super nice jersey. But for whatever reason, whoever owned it before me was like, oh, uh, my, my arms are so huge, I'm going to need to cut the sleeves. <laughs> and they did. I'm like, ah, oh, you fuck. You fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, fuck me. Uh, all right. All right. I was reading an article about this these guys in New York City. I think it was Yonkers. These, these postmen were doing like a scan. And they were um, stealing mail on their route. So they're on the route. They're doing the route. And they're stealing mail. It had something to do with COVID and grants and shit like that and they were stealing money like millions of dollars i didn't quite understand it but it was like four dudes three mailmen and one dude was kind of like the the evil genius behind it all but they got caught because they're all you're always going to get caught everybody you're always going to get caught but it reminded me that there was i had an instance this weekend with the mail Back in May, I don't know if any of you guys follow me on Twitter, but I give away a lot of shit on Twitter. I'll give away Buffalo Bill shit, like football cards, things of that nature. And uh, I did like a giveaway. May was when, if I remember correctly, May was when they had that horrible shooting in Buffalo at Tops Friendly Markets. And so I was raising money. To, to give to like this food shelter there and uh you know i was like giving away josh allen cards and i was like hey you know if if i get this amount of money i'll add another card and i just kept adding cards and i, I think i raised like 350 bucks something like that it was pretty pretty good i felt good about it and then i was like okay someone w is gonna win these cards and someone won and then i was like but hey everybody's a winner and i sent cards to everybody right i was like anyone who donated money was going to get some cards from me, right? So there was a dude in Canada who donated. And I was like, all right, man, give me your address and I'll mail you your cards. And he did. And I mailed them to him, mailed them to everybody. I, the cards came back to me this weekend, like literally almost three months to the day after I mailed them. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, it had the weird, like, return to sender and everything else. And I'm like, even if it was the weird return to sender, why did it take three months? He lives outside of Toronto. I can drive to Toronto in less than, like, six hours. <laughs> why did it take three months? And it was all wet and everything. This Saturday was a wet day. It was just shit. But I was pissed because like, at first I'm like going, what is this? And then I realized it was to the dude. And then, so I was like, I wonder why this dude never told me he didn't get the cards. That's right off the bat. But I messaged, ah, I was like, fuck your post office. Fuck my post office. I can't believe that it's been three months and the cards came back to me. What the fuck? And he's like, that's weird. 
And I was like, well, is this your address? And I, you know, I copied the address that he gave me. And he's like, ah, fuck, I did an autofill and uh, everything's right except for like the, the zip code. I mean, or whatever they call it in Canada. And I was like, ah, you dumb fuck. <laughs> so it was his fault that he never got these fucking cards. So I was like, okay, you dumb cunt. I will mail these out. So I mail, I took a picture of the envelope this time. And I said, is this your fucking address? And he's like, yes. And I was like, all right, I'm dropping in in the post office. Hopefully you get these fucking cards in less than three months, you fucking cocksucker. Fucking cocksucker. I love getting mail, everybody. I love it. I loves it. You know what else I love? Porn. <laughs> I don't necessarily love porn, but this story that I'm going to talk about uh, revolves around porn, and it revolves around a crazy lunatic politician from, I think she's from Georgia. Yeah, she's from Georgia. Marjorie Taylor Greene. What a fucking lunatic. You ever see this chick? She got some sort of weird love of CrossFit. And she's like just one of these dummies of like, hey, I'm fucking like, look at me, I'm doing CrossFit. I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. But she has a weird, she's very conspiracy oriented. She got weird beliefs on shit. And she's got weird beliefs on why white men love porn. <laughs> porn and video games. And she says it's because discrimination has left them with few other options. And I'm like, what? I'm a white male. Uh, what discrimination has left me with my only options being porn and video games? Um, I haven't played video games in easily uh, 20 plus years. I can't remember like really sitting down and playing any kind of video game. The last video game system I owned was a Sega Genesis. <laughs> and that was only because my buddy Tom had one and he was moving to Japan and he was like, here, you can have my Sega. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. I guess. Thanks, man. And I, I played it a little, not a whole lot. And then I remember I ended up giving it to uh, a foster kid when I was doing foster care work he didn't have any kind of shit so I was like here man you can have my Sega Genesis and he was like oh thanks old dude why are you giving me this outdated video game system <laughs> you know it was like 1999 and I think Sega Genesis had probably been out like five six years and I'm sure by that time everybody was playing like Nintendo 64 or Sony PlayStation or something else. I was like, ah, oh, sorry, dude. But Marjorie Taylor Green, you know, it's never a good thing when you got three names. Marjorie, you're a serial killer, Marjorie Taylor Green. She says, I believe that white men are the most persecuted identity in America. Jesus Christ. Young white men are put bottom on the list of so many things. Really? Like, what is the bottom of what list? Uh, getting harassed by cops? 
fucking uh, not getting denied loans? Like, what is she talking about? What list is this? She complained that white men are passed over for any kind of promotion or even for being hired in the job place. I, wow. Um, I, I want to know where she gets her facts. Is this like she just wakes up in the morning and goes, well, here's a new fact of the day. Without jobs or playing sports, they spend time, hours and hours alone, which she said turns them to all kinds of bad things, porn on the internet, reading crazy stuff in chat rooms, and God knows who's in there and saying what they're saying a lot of the time playing video games. Now, I, I don't play video games, but apparently a lot of the dudes that I know do play video games. And uh, a good majority of the time, they're, uh, they're gainfully employed, and they're not uh, super-duper losers. Um, again, again, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. She rambled on about transgenderism, feminism, a plot to depopulate the planet, teachers, ADHD treatments, and antidepressants. I'll tell you this, everybody. I do agree with the concept of depopulating the planet. Now, I'm not saying we need to kill people. Please, please don't believe that. I am saying that people need to have, they got to stop having kids. We need to stop having kids. Can we do that? We all don't need 36 kids. She's just a lunatic, everybody. Can we all agree Marjorie Taylor Greene is just a fucking lunatic? In Georgia, I don't know how uh, you voted this bitch in. I don't know what her qualifications are. I feel like a lot of the people's qualifications now are like, hey, I'm rich, uh, so that must mean that I'm successful, and so that must mean I know what the fuck I'm talking about, and that's why I would be a good politician. No, I don't find businessmen to be good politicians. We had one here in Michigan. God, the fuck was his name? Ron something? I can't even remember it. He just like, he was like, he kept calling himself the nerd. I'm the, the nerd that's going to turn things around. And Schneider? Was it Ron Schneider? Rob Schneider? No, not Rob Schneider. And he was uh, he was pretty inept. Everybody he was pretty inept. He was not he was not a good governor of Michigan. He was he was uh, not adequate at all. So, and Marjorie, uh, she's a lunatic, and we need to stop putting a microphone in front of her, and people need to stop voting for her. Uh, you might as well vote for a tree stump. I think the tree stump will make more sense. Uh, you can at least sit on a tree stump. Uh, relax and unwind and it won't tell you crazy stories so uh, Georgia if you're listening please vote for a tree stump stump for stump in uh, 2024 <laughs> stump for stump alright everybody that's it it's a little shorter than normal but I'm tired AF uh, I gotta get up early I gotta go get my blood drawn I had a doctor's appointment on Monday or sorry on Friday and she was like, oh, did you fast? And I was like, you didn't tell me to fast. So I, I had some coffee with cream. And so they felt the cream would skew sugar intake or whatever. I'm like, all right. 
So I got to go in tomorrow to get some blood drawn. I got to fast. I can't fucking eat any breakfast or drink any coffee. That sucks balls. But uh, hey, everybody, if you guys can do me a solid, please go like the Facebook page, Elemental Podcast. Uh, please like the Twitter page, Elemental Podcast. If you could check out my Macari store, maybe you'll find some sports shit that you like. That would be fantastic. And then um, if you can do the whole rate, review, subscribe, I've turned into that asshole. I apologize. I don't want to be that asshole, but apparently I am that asshole. Gross. Uh, and then if you could do these four things for me, too, if you could go check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook, that's Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple who eats uh, a little too much coleslaw. They love it. But it, So that's the glue that keeps the family together, coleslaw. So uh, every Sunday, they do a little Facebook Live video of themselves eating a different kind of coleslaw. They give you the yay or the nay. So go check them out on Facebook, the Sunday Slaw. Then check out uh, Bear Boards and Tables uh, on Facebook and Instagram. That's Bear Like a Grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables. Uh, Mark, the owner, is really good with wood. He likes touching wood, caressing wood, stroking wood. He fucking knows what he's doing with wood. So uh, if you would like to buy some wood knickknacks, uh, like a keychain, cutting board, anything else, he can probably make it for you. So go check out his Macari store. Uh, you can probably find the link to all of it on the Facebook or Instagram page. And buy something from Mark if you could. That'd be great. Then check out Magic JBM on Facebook. That's John Badass Midgley. He is a magician extraordinaire. If you go over there, you can see magic stuff. All the good stuff that you would ever need uh, with magic. Magic JBM. Check it out. Facebook. And last but not least, Matt Harper Art. Buddy Matt Harper has an Instagram page and a TikTok page for all the art that he makes. And uh, buy some from him. It's all for sale. And if you don't see anything that you like, you can commission him. You can pay him to draw something specifically for you. So how about that? Go check out Magic. Uh, Magic. Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for what? Titties. Titties. So uh, there we go, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram, Magic JBM on Facebook, Bear Boards and Table on Facebook and Instagram, and Macari and the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. So do those four things for me, everybody. Uh, consider subscribing to my Patreon. Just five bucks a month, way more podcasting. So okay, I am done. I am tired. I'm gonna go to bed, and it is uh, nine o'clock. Uh, God, I'm a fucking third. All right, I'll see you guys later. Have a good day. Goodbye.